Time now for Real Estate with Mariah and Spence on 1430 KYKN. Now, here's their host, Warren Franklin. Welcome to Real Estate with Brian Spence. We have another great show lined up today. You're always welcome to call Mariah or Spence at the Vetris Crawford Realty Group to discuss anything about real estate. Their number is 503-507-3666. So let's get the show started. And today, we're going to talk about home buying in Salem. So today's show is dedicated to answering all of your questions about buying a house, particularly in or around Salem, Oregon. Some of these questions will be Salem area specific, but many of them should be able to help you um, wanting to buy a house anywhere, really. So this show was inspired because we work with a good amount of relocation clients, which we've talked about. We've done shows on this before, but it's it's been a while. So um, it's been a while that we've really done a show dedicated to tips for this. So um, we work with a lot of relocation clients, people who are moving to our area from all over. Um, And these are a lot of questions that we get asked frequently. So maybe you're someone who's listening to this and you're currently living in Oregon, but you want to buy a house somewhere else and relocate to another state Um, or even, you know, another place in Oregon. These could be helpful to you also. Mm -hmm. So before we get into it, though, Spencer hasn't heard any of these so he doesn't know he really doesn't know what we're talking about today (laughs) he'll find out i'm that guy that just jumps in you know whatever said it's said he'll find out um and it's real opinion based comes from the heart yeah i I like your raw opinion though so it's the best way to do it so um before we get into the specific tips for um buying a house in oregon and everything else in between that we're going to talk about um i have a few interesting real estate facts um I just like to share when we when we come across these. So um, Redfin.com came out and said that last year in 2021, 25% of home purchases were used from stimulus money. So a lot of them, <laughs> millennials who wouldn't have otherwise been able to have that kind of down, down payment. And I wonder if that had something to do with, you know, that surge of home buyers that we had after you know, around that. The surge isn't over too, though, by the way. The the weird but great thing about real estate in today's world, maybe not even 20 years ago, 30 years ago, there's so many zero down programs where it's kind of unbelievable. The amount of people that are able to purchase a property without having a down payment. And generally, they're only paying for their uh, closing costs, which on average is like six to 10 grand. Um, That's pretty unbelievable. And then there's some clients where we can actually get their closing costs paid for. Um, could you imagine buying a right. house using no money? We've definitely helped a good fair share of clients who have purchased a home not using any of their own money. And yeah. then a few years later, we see them sell it. We're able to help them sell it and profit a lot of money from that. And that's just amazing. I think a lot of people count them, themselves out too soon because they just assume they can't qualify for a loan. Um, but that might not be the case. So let's talk if that is you. All right. So one thing um, I want to ask is first time uh-huh. buyer opportunities out there. Aren't there special loans for first time buyers and that too? There, yes. Yes. There's um, a few different options and there's different ways you can go. And um, yeah. Which is that if, if that's that. you out there and you're hearing us on radio right now, um, contact us. We have a personal lender we like to use and we'll we'll get you connected directly and he'll have you pre-approved within two business days yes. at most. Next fun fact is um, 13% of buyers used uh, their cryptocurrency gains to buy a house for their down payment. Cryptocurrency gains. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I've 13%. actually worked with a few people, um, myself included, have huh. wanted to do that. Mm. I haven't pulled out 
yet. I, I'm using it all as a savings account. Um, yeah. and that, that's how I've been dealing with that. But I've, I've had clients doing that with their down payments and, and other things. They've been using their current uh, cryptocurrency, pulling it out, cashing it out, and, and moving on in real real world stuff. So I think that's pretty cool Pretty interesting. And I kind of have a feeling we're just going to see more and more of that over the years, but we'll see. Okay, so... Um, with an average of rent of $695 a month for a single family residence, Springfield, Montana is the cheapest place in the U.S. Um, it, that is among U.S.'s most uh, cheap cities to live in. Okay, so that's that, that rental rate. Yeah, 695 Montana. a month. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, I was just talking um, with a client, um, uh-huh. a different state, Colorado. Uh-huh. But for whatever reason, I mix Montana and Colorado together. I just think of the country, horses, mountainous. Mountains. Uh, <laughs> the nice river flowing. <laughs> Two but, very different But he, he was going to Colorado <laughs> and, and wanting to purchase some land real estate-wise. Mm-hmm. He wanted acreage. And he just could not believe how expensive it was. And he's currently from California. And he said, well, Colorado is kind of like that old Oregon for Californians. Um, they're wanting to go to Colorado rather than Oregon. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's a space. I don't know if it's pol- pol- politics or what. That's interesting. Um, but a lot of people are coming out with cash, nice equity out in California, out west, and they're going uh, to Colorado. Interesting. Okay, so last um, fun fact is 79% of Americans consider owning a home one of the their greatest goals to achieve. Um, I can't argue with that. I think it's a really great goal for you financially, for your future, for stability, and let's let's make that happen. And after the break, let's get into our advice on exactly how you can do that. All right, let's take a quick break. It's, want to remind you, you can always get in touch with Ryan Spence at the Vetris Crawford Realty Group by calling 503-507-3666. We'll be back in just a few moments. Welcome back to Real Estate with Mariah and Spence on 1430 KYKN. Here's their host, Warren Franklin. We're back with Mariah and Spence with the Vetris Crawford Realty Group. You can give them a call at 503-507-3666. And now we'll really get into the conversation of buying a home in Salem. Okay, so commonly asked questions um, that we get from clients relocating to our area um, and just clients in general. These are things that you're going to want to know. Our first question is from the hoverboard guy. And by the way, um, username, <laughs> by the way, um, if you are listening to this on the radio you and you have a question that you would like to ask us for a future episode, you can contact us a couple ways. You can head over to our website, VetrisCrawfordRealty.com. That's VetrisCrawfordRealty.com. And there's a few different ways to reach us on there. Or um, like this guy did, you can head over to our YouTube channel, Real Estate with Mariah and Spence, and comment on one of our previous episodes. And we will get to your question in a future show so as i was saying he asks um my house can be sold as is for three hundred thousand dollars or i can fix it up and it would probably sell around three hundred forty thousand dollars and this is in sacramento california i owe a hundred and five thousand i want to sell but i'm considering pulling out money and putting it down on another property and renting out my current one i am afraid that it will be a headache if i move out of state to play landlord 
I thought that was a really good question. That's I feel really like there's a couple question. different parts to it. But I, I got a buddy. Yeah. His name's Barry. I don't need to do his last <laughs> name. But his name's Barry. And he used to have a radio show actually out in California uh, for the longest time. And his whole radio show was how can we build you equity using zero of your cash, but the equity you've gained through your current property, your current investment. Mm. And that question kind of goes hand in hand with that. And that's why I just thought of Barry. And he'd be very proud of this response of me. And it would be, I would consider doing a cash out. And here's why. Mm. Interest rates are so unbearably low. They're unbelievably low that um, still you're making a good profit, but also you don't want to play landlord, you're saying, being in a different state. So let's pull out the equity, leave the home in its current state, because how long have you lived there? I don't know. I'm assuming you have a lot of equity because it's $300,000, $360,000, you were saying. Right. You can use that as a down payment for your next property in California that you're wanting to be a permanent resident in and, and go from there. I think it's fun to buy properties using no money out of pocket. And what I'm meaning by that is doing a cash out refinance type of deal um, with your lender, which if you need to be pointed in the right direction, please DM us, give us a call. I'm mm -hmm. happy to give you ours. Mm -hmm. And he will do that for you because um, he has specific programs for this need. And it's really important, especially if you're wanting to become some type of investor, but also just gain another property. If you only have one, maybe your goal is to buy two properties and have two. Um, that's what I would recommend doing. Uh, but if you don't want to play the landlord game, um, talk to, and consult with your personal um, professional that's going to be representing you in the transaction. Get their opinion on your local market um, because California could be a little bit different here in the mid Willamette Valley. Nationwide, globally, I would say real estate's a hot topic right now all across the globe, but just in our, our nation, um, everybody has equity. The difference is the certain areas and also different homes pend on what you want to do with them. There's some homes I would say, yeah, let's do a quick remodel to it, change floor, carpets, whatever. We can, we can make you 70, 80 more grand and it's worth it for that out-of-pocket expense. Right. There's some areas I'd say don't touch it. So talk and consult with your real estate professional uh, before you really take out your own money to do those type of repairs. That was a fantastic answer. I don't think I even can add to that. That was great. So I do uh, have a question though. Uh -huh. huh? yeah. All right, so he was talking about not necessarily wanting to manage the property himself. Mm -hmm. uh, there are management companies that will do that for them. Does that make sense for maybe somebody like that? Yeah, I, I don't yeah. I don't see why it wouldn't. Um, I've looked into doing that myself personally, even through Airbnb, um, because if you yeah. have time that you're wanting to spend elsewhere, why not pay somebody and delegate that job? We're all about creating a team around here at Vetris yeah. Crawford Realty. So yeah, and, I think that's a great we option. We have friends who have Airbnbs and who live here and have Airbnbs in other states, mm -hmm. and they don't do any of the management or anything. They, everything's done through an app, including the scheduling, the cleaning, and like it's there's apps nowadays to make it so turnkey. And so, um, I mean, just watching them do it, it's there's definitely ways to do it and not have it always be a big headache. Mm -hmm. um, of course, every state and area is so different. I don't know about California specifically, um, but also if to go back to this guy's question real quick um if he needs a realtor i have a really really great realtor friend in sacramento um the sacramento area nicole masters so if you want that information let me know mm. shout out to nicole um i just talked with her this week she yeah, knows her stuff yeah so anyway um next question is hi mariah i am new to the home buying process but i'm looking to move as soon as the end of this year do you have any tips or suggestions for me um, 
Okay, so being new to the process and wanting to do something by the end of the year, I think mm-hmm. it's really smart that you're you know you're thinking ahead, you're trying to plan. I would say, I know we say this all the time, but just talk to a lender. Like even if you think you're too far out there, um, it's always a good idea to just get on track and that'll help you really clarify your goals and know like realistically what you need to save for what you need to what to expect um i think that's going to be probably the biggest thing and i don't think it's too early to do that at all at this point just, just as a side note right uh-huh. what i i hear this often with what? first-time homebuyers especially they they are for whatever reason so hesitant to talk to a lender why do you think that people are hesitant to talk to a lender I think that they shove it aside because they build up in their mind that it's going to be a lot more work than it actually is, or they think they're going to have to have all this stuff ready and prepared. But in reality, just just call them and have a simple conversation and they can give you a lot more clarity and insight, even without like giving you an actual pre-qualification letter or specific numbers and seeing all this stuff. They can give you at least a ballpark and, and a little bit of what to expect is going to really, really help. I think not having any guesswork and just having clarity on your numbers going into things is going to really really helps. You know, it seems to me that if you're thinking about buying seven months from now, Mm -hmm. that you go talk to a mortgage company to figure out whether you fit or not, you've got seven months to figure it out. Yeah. If you wait until you're ready to buy, now you're jumping around in a month or so trying to figure everything out. Yeah. Seven months sounds better to me. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It is smart to prepare. And we take calls from clients all the time who are, we do, you know, FaceTime appointments with clients in other states that are like, we're not ready right now, but we're ready. We'll be ready next year. And it, we always it's important. We can definitely help guide them at that point as well. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. Should I quit my job where I currently live and get a job in Oregon? This is from someone moving here from out of state. But like I said in the beginning, maybe you're living in Oregon and you're listening on the radio and you want to move out of state. This could apply, obviously, to your situation, just swapping the name of the area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should I quit my job where I currently live and get a job in Oregon? Um, get a job in Oregon um, before I begin house hunting or buy a house in Oregon and then quit my job after? Excellent question. Can I answer this one? Yes. Go okay. For it. So dealing with lending laws, lending restrictions, what's really good is they've tightened up the lending regulation to where, hey, if you don't have a job, you're not going to get pre-approved. You're not going to get pre-qualified. Even if you have $100,000 in the bank, they need pre-qualification. Um, verification of employment is huge in today's world. So my response to that question is, I think we should consider keeping your job, moving to Oregon, and um, and working through the home buying process in that manner, ra- rather than you quitting, moving here to Oregon, because the reality is you're probably not going to get pre-approved because you have zero verification of employment mm-hmm. um, through the loan process. And that underwriter's not going to approve your loan unless you have a job, and usually they require an X amount of days for you to have this job, whether it's two months of pay stubs. Um, and even if you have the same job, by the way, I've had many clients, they've, they've kept their same job, they were transferred here to Oregon. They rented, you know, while they transferred, but the lender required them to have, you know, two months worth of pay stub here in Oregon um, for, for them to get final underwriter approval. Even though they kept the same job, they were just working in a different area. So every situation's different, um, but definitely, definitely, definitely want to keep your job. If you yes. want to buy a house, we had last year a situation with buyers who are moving here from Arizona and everyone had told them, you know, their lender told them, we told them, do not quit your job, do not do anything. And they 
ended up quitting their job oh, before yeah. moving here, like while they were in the escrow process, and <laughs> it delayed things. But I mean, I'm pretty sure actually we ended up the transaction had to get squashed. They weren't able to buy that home, had to wait and then buy something else. And it just, it, yeah, to just do not quit your job unless you talk to your lender first. Or buy furniture re- or, or yes. buy the new car. Yeah, you don't know, do anything until you talk to your lender. Don't do that. Don't make those big purchases, <laughs> yeah. especially on the credit card through the lending process. Because yeah. sometimes debt to income ratios are so tight yeah. where you're not going to get qualified if you go and spend and create more debt on yourself. It, yeah. That's the reality of things right now. If so. you have any question or doubt, double check with your lender first. <laughs> because it could really screw up the process. Um, okay, we have a home to sell in the state we current li- currently live in before we, before we move to Oregon. Should we sell that house before we start looking at houses? Um, it's a good question, but I don't think there's like one right or wrong answer. We, we definitely work with clients in all situations, <laughs> clients yeah. who um, have sold their home and then they come here and then they stay in Airbnbs until while they're house hunting until they find something. Um, we've worked with clients who put their home on the market and then simultaneously at the same time they're house shopping here and it's contingent on their home selling. And then like right now I'm working with a couple who they don't have to sell their house where they're at um, out of state to buy here. So they're currently just living in their house waiting and they're also house shopping here. And then after they buy here, they're going to work on selling their house. So it's totally like it can be done anyway. And this is something that's important to have a um, a reason why it's important to have a consultation with us before we start looking. And um, when you're at the beginning of your process, just so that we can get all your questions answered and kind of get a better feel for your situation. And then you might know like a better idea of what's best for you because it's going to be different for every circumstance for sure. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. You're listening to Real Estate with Moran Spence with the Vetris Crawford Realty Group. You can contact them at 503-507-3666. And when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation about home buying in Salem. Welcome back to Real Estate with Mariah and Spence on 1430 KYKN. Here's their host, Warren Franklin. We're back with Mariah and Spence with the Vetris Crawford Realty Group. You can call them at 503-507-3666. And let's continue our conversation about home buying in Salem. What are some up and coming towns I can get a deal in near Salem? When I... When I got this question, I kind of laughed because I don't know that there's anywhere I would really say you could necessarily get a deal, like just because it's that town. Um, we did an episode, a whole show, um, a w- little bit not too long ago, back talking all about like different towns outside of Salem um, that you could go check out for more information. But um, Here's my my yeah, recommendation. What do you think? If you want to get the deal, you yeah. know the old badger. I want to make a deal. <laughs> we can um, write you, not we. <laughs> you can find a specific area that you want to live in, whether it's outskirts of Salem, more rural. Um, if you want more land, a lot of people. What I hear of them doing is writing direct letters. These aren't love letters connected with the real estate agent by any means, but they're just sending in the mail. Hey. I have an interest in your house. Uh, here's my contact information. Would you like to sell? Question mark. And um, sometimes you get responses. And there's some people that's had very, very, very good success doing it that way. Um, but 
it just it's time consuming. It's it's management. You know, you got to remember who you're talking to, what's going on, um, in these type of love letters. Not love letters. I shouldn't say that, but love letters that. to a current <laughs> homeowner um, that you have interest in purchasing the property with. But that's going to be more of a personal outside deal than a real estate transaction. That's a good idea. Um, but if you want representation, once they say yes, of course you you connect with somebody. Us, mm-hmm. we can help you out with that. Um, but that's how I would recommend you doing it. That's how I, I wanted to do it when we were in the house hunt. We did and, that a few times. You know, I had, <laughs> we were close. We yeah. we met with some, some sellers and, you know, it's, you never know who you're going to talk to until you talk to them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like prospecting. No one's going to be calling you. You got to go out to them to make the business and create the business. Yeah. Uh, because if, if not, if you never ask, you never know if it's going to happen. And so that's kind of my philosophy with that on how to make a deal. Um, with the best price because a lot of these smaller towns are low i mean like everywhere low on inventory Mm -hmm. i i know i mean one place that does have cheaper prices quite a bit uh, lower than salem is lebanon that's outside of salem Mm -hmm. um you know mill city that's a lot lower than salem albany is a little bit lower than salem so all these places i mean like for example if you're not familiar with the area mill city and lebanon are just a little bit further they're kind of a little bit out there um and so that's kind of why the prices are lower well, there they're are people that do commute back and forth right. but, yeah. but totally. you better plan on a totally. 30 or 40 minute yeah. commute each way yeah. yeah and some people yeah. prefer those smaller towns so um there are towns like that that just have lower prices in general um there's pros and cons to everything i wouldn't necessarily say it's going to be a deal but mm-hmm. it's still competitive cash talks <laughs> yeah um okay uh, last question hi mariah we are first-time buyers and want to know what are the steps to get approved um for a home loan um it's it's simple i don't think it's this big complicated thing that everyone makes it out to be i think the first step is really just we'll talk to us we'll send you to a solid lender because that's really important the lender you use and then just call them give them a phone call and they're going to tell you um the information that they need from you to actually get that letter but even without doing that first they can usually tell you an estimate of like a ballpark like we talked about earlier without all that information for usually yeah i always um, recommend calling getting that first um interaction with the lender seeing if if the right boot fits uh, because not everybody gets along with each other okay personalities are always different and so i want to make sure that you're feeling comfortable with anybody we're recommending you with and that's why i have a handful of people um usually for different type of personalities and characteristics by the way i'm kind of putting that in the selection process but the online process is super simple and easy if you're wanting to become pre-qualified or pre-approved with most lending institutions right now especially over the last two to three years everything has become more and more online hands off I even filed our taxes without ever seeing our CPA last year. That's how easy these online systems are and the security that they've uh, created to keep your personal information as classified as possible is unreal and unbelievable. And that's why I'm really impressed with my current lender. And it's because of that security factor and it makes me feel more and more comfortable sending him my personal information um, to, to him to where I don't have to worry about other people stealing my identity. So um, it's it's as simple as probably a 15-minute online application, and you should be good to go. Mm-hmm. All right. That's good information and quite a way to wrap things up today. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to Brian Spence on 1430 KYKN. Join us next Saturday at 930 a.m. for Real Estate with Brian Spence. 
You can contact Moran Spence at the Vetris Crawford Realty Group at 503-507-3666. That's 503-507-3666. You've been listening to Real Estate with Mariah and Spence right here on 1430 KYKN. Salem is listening.